You're listening to Your Highness Podcast. I'm your host, Diana Crash, and today I am joined by Will Reed of Canna Planners and Common Sense of Mia. Did I say that right, or is it Sense of Mia? <laughs> I think I think either will will pass in 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 social context. I think you're good. <laughs> How are you doing today, Will? I'm totally awesome. I'm a little sweaty. Like I just said, I was getting lunch for the team, so I was running back with hot pizzas in my hand. So luckily, this is an audio podcast, so yeah. you can't see how gross I look. Well, you got your cardio when you were getting the pizza, so I think that's Yeah, I don't think it bounced. <laughs> I'm not sure if that counts, uh, getting pizza. Yeah, that might not count. I think those kind of that's a, a negative sum there. <laughs> I don't know. I think any running I count as cardio. I, I hate running. So. I do have my <laughs> my whoop my whoop strap will detect whatever it is I do, so it'll tell me oh. if I'm a good or bad person. <laughs> you're already at that level, huh? I'm, I don't even know what you're talking about. I'm like, what is that? Is that some kind of it's like, like tracking app? Yeah, it's like, you know, it's like a Fitbit sort of thing. It's just uh, it's a different you know, it's a different thing. It's but it's basically a Fitbit. So it tracks my sleep. It tells me how crappy I sleep and, um, you know, how fat I am and, uh, you know, to call my mom and, uh, you know, it, you don't call your mom enough. And, it, it, you know, it just makes me feel terrible. Yeah, I'm not getting in on that at all. <laughs> no, it's actually, that. it's actually fascinating. Like the data it shows you. Um, mm-hmm. So I am, I am not much of a, like, I, I'm not a drinker. I'm not, not a drinker. Like I'm not a sober right. person, but I just don't really drink but so you can see the effects of alcohol on your sleep like crazy so usually i'll have i'm a pretty good sleeper so it measures your recovery rate so the the thing will tell you you know you've you've recovered 80 percent, which is you've had a really good night of sleep right um mm-hmm. but if i have a you know like a you know a, an old-fashioned or something even just one drink one glass of wine with dinner i'll register like 30 or 40 percent recovery rate like it's crazy what that'll do to you wow wow so what's the lesson diana smoke (laughs) weed every day (laughs) yes i haven't drank in over two years um and it's like you said it's not like a a moral choice or anything like that i just yeah alcohol just makes makes me feel bad and yeah yeah totally uh, yeah my my wife and i went like (laughs) my my wife and I went like a bunch of years. Um, uh-huh. And then at the beginning of COVID, we moved to my family's vacation house and our psychology, like we moved there permanently because we were just like kind of COVID nomads. Um, yeah. But we were at the vacation house and for some reason our psyche just changed and we were like, oh, we're, we're at the vacation house. Let's have a drink, you know, like, so we went from like literally not drinking to like, oh, it's Tuesday. Let's have a glass, you know, like. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. We had to figure that. We had to figure that out real quick. Yeah, yeah. COVID rehab at home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just joking. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're going to start this episode as we do every episode with our fave pot and fave not pot, which is our favorite cannabis-related item and our favorite non-cannabis-related item. If you couldn't tell by the name, so. <laughs> oh, I, I'm a listener. I'm a list. I'm a longtime <laughs> listener, first-time guest. Stop making me blush, Will, okay? We're trying to get through this podcast. All right. So (laughs) I'll start with my fave pot. Um, 
and I should say this this particular brand is not a sponsor, not yet. I just keep talking about them because I can't help myself. I love every single thing that I'm I use. Um, so my fave pot right now is Flora and Bast. They have a product called Relief Potion. Mm-hmm. And it's CBD. It's just 1,000 milligrams of CBD. But you, the really cool thing about it, aside from the fact that it's a, a great thing to do in the daytime because, because it's very uplifting, um, is that you can use it as a topical and an ingestible. Mm. I mean, does that blow your mind a little bit? Yeah, yeah I <laughs> it love blew that. my so mind. It's like, uh, so it's RSO. No, it's CBD oil that you can use as a topical. And I've actually tested this out. It works as a topical for like pain relief. Yeah. And it's supposed to help get your body and mind back into balance during times of stress, anxiety, and discomfort sure. like CBD does. Yeah. But, um, and I don't know if it's the cultivar, it's Hawaiian haze. Mm-hmm. I don't know, you know, but. Uh, Who knows? Yeah. It just really, I don't know. The. The person behind it is a genius when it comes to um, creating these products. So, yeah, I definitely would recommend it. And that's called Flora and Bast, their relief potion. We'll link it in the description, folks. I'm sure it'll be right down there. (laughs) Click to buy it. Let's get them some some sales. (laughs) I know. Seriously, though. Okay, so what is your fave pot right now? Can I just first tell you the anxiety that, like, I'm good at podcasting. Like, I can have a conversation, but this specific segment has, I've had anxiety about this for the last week. Like, seriously, like, I'm like, I'm reconsidering my life choices. I'm like, oh do I smoke? <laughs> like, there's a lot of things happening. So, so my fave pot right now, like, we we've got a lot of things going on at Canna Planner. So we're a Vermont uh, based company, and mm-hmm. Vermont is opening its uh, adult use doors. I don't know when you're releasing this, but from the day of recording, in like nine days. Wow! Uh, so it's right down the road. So that's that's all to say that we have been so busy with all these last minute Vermonters up here who are just, you know, throwing products at us and and having us, you know, asking, I love it. It's a great problem to have, but we're, we're inundated with work. So our office is like full of weed right now. So we just did a, a, we just finished a a branding project for a small tier one outdoor grower in the state of Vermont called this is family tree. Who is a, was a CBD producer um, and still is a CBD producer, but it's transitioning over to the adult use market. Um, and I just, we finished the, the, uh, the new dube tube roll and it looks great. Mm-hmm. And I was enjoying a sample earlier today before we, finished the role so it was you know so we've got all this great product here i would say my favorite strain right now um because there's still not like i can't go out and get like there's no products you know i I, we could talk about cbd products but um there's no like i can't walk into a store yet so have me back and i'll I'll tell you what my fave vermont product ends up being but um, i'm really enjoying a chem dog strain right now that was grown here in the state of vermont so that's what i've got on my desk right now yeah and uh, I mean, I would say the fave pot is that Vermont is finally, you know, getting this done, right? It's crazy. 
yeah, yeah, it's yeah. both bonkers, but also really great in some ways, I think. Maybe. Maybe not. We'll I mean, see, right? <laughs> no, totally. It's it's for sure going to be bonkers for lots of reasons. Um, but also, like, I can chart the cor- the trajectory of my company based upon um, cannabis-related legislation in the state, like, from basically decriminalization to, you know, today. Um, so yeah. it's, yeah, it's, it is definitely crazy. Just, just, and, and, you know, I'm stoked on it, but just that perspective of it is like, wow, <laughs> we've been doing this for, you know, it, it's not that long in the, in the grand scheme of businesses, you know, it's, we incorporated in 2017, but we started, um, you know, I started trying to figure out where I wanted to fit into the Vermont adult use market. Cause I knew it was coming. Um, like in 2013 or something, you know, so it's, it's been a while. It's, it's crazy to see. I'm so psyched we're here. Wow. So now these seeds that you sowed years ago, right. Are finally coming into full bloom. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Puns intended like wholeheartedly for sure. I mean, Vermont was a little bit ahead of the, uh, along with a couple other States, we were a little bit ahead of the nation in regards to the farm bill. So there were lots of CBD companies um, prior to like the national CBD boom. Like there was, you know, dozens and I think there in in just a few years, it went from like eight licenses to like 300 licenses or something like that. So, um, you know, over the, again, over the course of like maybe, maybe two years, maybe. Um, So there was, there was a lot for, you know, there was a lot of opportunity for canna planners uh, to kind of figure out <clears throat> who we were and what kind of impact we hope to have with these companies that were also figuring that out for themselves. You know, at the same time, we were all like babies, <laughs> you know, entrepreneurial <laughs> babies. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's really cool. I'm glad that you were able to make it through all of that because um, a lot of digital marketing agencies didn't. <laughs> Yeah, it's okay. It's okay. It happens. So, yeah. Um, So, my fave not pot is actually our new sponsor uh, because it is a product that I use every single day. So, I feel really good about promoting it. Um, If you're new to the idea of Kratom, there's a lot to be... uh, A lot to find out there, but it falls under the umbrella of plant medicine, and it's what really got me into plant medicine and some people pronounce it differently kratom 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 <laughs> i don't know mm-hmm. so i might not be pronouncing it correctly but um, our new sponsor is mitragea m-i-t-r-a-g-a-i-a and you can go to their website mitragea.com and enter the code yhpod for 10 percent off and if you purchase it on a Wednesday, you'll get double points if you sign up for their loyalty program, which I definitely recommend. Um, but it really helps me with my pain relief. Um, I have chronic pain and it really helps with my Crohn's disease as well. So if you are looking to expand your plant medicine profile, <laughs> definitely look into Kratom because for me, it was life changing. Yeah, I don't know much about that stuff. I've obviously like heard about it over the, over the last few years. I know it's I guess my illegal in Vermont. So <laughs> that's probably why you haven't found oh, it. <laughs> it's not, you're saying it's illegal here. Correct. Yes. Oh, wow. I didn't even know that. That's crazy. 
Um, but my own, it shouldn't be because I, I guess, and maybe you can uh, confirm or debunk, but like I've heard that um, it's incredibly helpful to people with, you know, fighting certain addictions. Oh, absolutely. I actually have written about that. Thank you for bringing that up. <laughs> because we'll be doing an episode about that coming up soon. We'll link um, it in the description, yeah. folks. It'll be right yeah. down below. Easy access. There you go. Yes, but uh, it does. It has, it helped me. I I was on prescription pain, uh, pain medicine for years. And that's what helped me transition off of that. So, hmm. um, and it's also used in rehabs, like in Maine and in other places as well. Uh, like alternative rehabs, not ones that are controlled by the pharmaceutical industry. But anyway, so yeah. <laughs> I don't want to get off on a rant on that one. But <laughs> check go out, for it. You go, girl. Do what brand. you need to do. Rant yeah. away. It's your podcast. Right? <laughs> well, I have been using this brand for years. So I do feel great about this partnership. And I'm hoping that people can really benefit from the code, <laughs> especially when they're having all these great deals. So anyway, what is your fave not pot, Will? So this is the part that's been driving me crazy. Like the pot yeah. part's easy. I have, you know, what that part's easy. I, in thinking about this question, I'm like, um, you know, I'm looking at myself in the mirror and I'm saying, self, you are the biggest loser because I, I, there's no good TV out right now. You know, uh -huh. the Lord of the Rings remake is sucks and like all the Marvel crap is crap and everything else is garbage <laughs> and get off my lawn. But <laughs> there's, you know, I'm not enjoying pop culture maybe that much right now. And what I just keep coming back to my company and it sounds so lame, Diana, but like my fave thing right now and forever and has been for the last few, you know, many years is, uh-huh. This sounds so stupid. I'm such a loser. But walking into my <laughs> office, like I love, you know, there there's a genuine I mean, it gives me genuine joy, like for real. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, and even leaving at the end of the day when I turn the lights off, you know, because I'm the, you know, the last person to leave usually. Um yeah. you know, I'm I'm so grateful just so and and that feeling uh I'm not getting anywhere else. <laughs> I'm not reading anything cool. I'm not, you know, there's no, no cool new podcasts that I'm listening to. Um, yeah. So I it's my company. Is all. that so self-serving and lame? What no, not at all. You have to be, if you aren't, then who will be? I mean, come on now. And yeah. also it's, well, it's so tr hard. It's true to too. Like it is actually true. Yeah, it is actually true. And also this, this market being digital marketing market <laughs> industry not even cannabis is so oversaturated so mm. when you have a company that is like value you know they're providing quality services it's it's really yeah. exciting to be a part of that and to know that you're doing something that's providing value to people's lives and and that's like means so many different things in what you're doing so mm. i think that's awesome and i bet you the people that work with you just love that and they probably feel that energy and they love coming to work every day or doing their work. That's amazing. That is a huge, huge deal. I would be so yeah. excited if I were you. <laughs> I definitely, I definitely I mean, love what I do. That is something we all want, right? Like that is yeah. the ultimate, you know, I mean, it's like to be that secure and knowing that you love what you're doing. And even if you get frustrated with like the BS everyday stuff, yeah, the, the global feeling of being like, 
secure in what you're doing and knowing me, that you're doing something. That let me just articulate happy. how much of a loser I am. So <laughs> I, so Vermont state law says you don't, you know, employers don't need to give their uh, employees health insurance until they reach uh, a headcount of 50. And uh-huh. that was just not going to fly for me. And one of my goals this uh-huh. year was doing that. And it was as boring and vanilla and as much paperwork and you know like it was the most excruciatingly boring thing that I've probably ever done um but I actually found joy in it because I knew like the larger implications of what I was doing here I'm kind of a late bloomer in my entrepreneurial like I I didn't start my company you know I'm I'm going to be 42 in a couple of days. Like I didn't start my company when I was, you know, I didn't drop out of school to start this or anything like that. Right. Uh, you know, I don't have that perspective. I, I st- started as a grown ass man, <laughs> you know what uh-huh. I mean? So uh-huh. like, there's always been this, this kind of uh, compromise. I don't know, whatever you want to call it. I had with myself, which is like, I'm either going to f- like, this is either going to be the smartest thing I've, I've ever done, or this will, just be a colossal fuck up that you know like i can laugh about maybe one day but so far it's you know it's working and and even doing things like getting health insurance for for my team you know my team of 13 there's only 13 of us um it was such an important thing in order to because like you said there are a billion friggin digital like forget digital marketing like just website company you know like web web yeah exactly just that there's a billion of them and they like mm-hmm. you know i'm sure everybody who's listening has been you know hit up on linkedin or whatever by you know everybody and their grandmother who builds websites like we're not we're not you know this isn't groundbreaking uh business a groundbreaking business model that we have but what we are what, what i do recognize is just the time and place of the whole thing like the, you know, people say the gold rush and I, I hear that and I don't think about it in terms of profitability. Like there's not, you know, we're not getting gold, but we, what we are at is the dawn of an industry, right? Like that's really what that means to me. Like the gold rush was just a, a certain time and place in history where uh, something new was happening industrially. Um, so I, I for sure recognize that. And, you know, gone are the days of me being able to like, woo an employee with bad pay and no benefits based purely on the fact that we like do stuff in the cannabis industry like no one gives a shit about that anymore like we have to be we got to be real well i can say someone has worked for many of these agencies (laughs) you're an outlier in the fact that you are just enjoying this experience of creating such a great workplace for your team And that is what's going to set you apart. I mean, forget about cannabis and everything else. I've never worked for somebody who, in the digital marketing space, even people who are my own family, Mm. (laughs) um, I've never heard them speak like that about, you know, caring about what kind of quality that you're offering them as a job and not just not just putting the opportunity in front of it, you know, like, Oh, yeah. you get to work in cannabis because that happens way too often. And yeah, 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 totally. Totally. And, and also it, it, and, no one cares it, anymore. <laughs> no, no one cares. Literally no one cares, especially when you live in a state that penalizes you for being a cannabis user and makes it so that you can't work in cannabis. So <laughs> 
yeah. I don't know how yeah. Vermont is with that, but I, actually, I do uh, well, know how. What yeah, am I talking decrim, about? I do know. Yeah, decrim legal. We're good. We're good here. Come, move to Vermont. Move to Vermont. Um, I was gonna say though, to your to your Can I come point, for you? uh, absolutely. Come on up now. Um, to to your point, that was the that's the bigger picture that I see because like when I first started the company, there was a you know a slightly altruistic mission which was you know normalization it's not an uncommon mission in this industry anymore like you hear i mean you work for a magazine you know you write for a magazine um that that you know that's their that's their mission as well you know can of curious uh that's you know part of their tag there so like this idea of normalizing um and we can get into what that means if you'd like but like that was an important thing to me so like the thing i learned as the years have gone by is like that that only gets you so far in your output, meaning like we can normalize the, the, you know, our, our clients, cannabis brands with the output that, you know, the work that the deliverables that we give them, you know, we're giving them responsible, you know, brand design. We're giving them, uh, excuse me, responsible and retail ready packaging, you know, design, like we're, we're managing the website creation and, and avoiding pitfalls that, um, you know, cannabis companies should avoid. Um, all those things were important in the beginning because it kind of, it, it <clears throat> kind of legitimized what I hoped our mission statement was normalizing the cannabis industry through beautiful design and powerful web solutions. <laughs> um, but then as the company grew and, and that output, you know, that output was high ever, you know, since day one, like we were, we've been putting out straight up, I'm, you know, I'm biased, but we've been putting out hits since day one, <laughs> you know, we, we only make awesome shit. Um, and it's because like in the beginning it again, v validated our mission statement. And then as the company grew and we were doing more and more work, like all these other things like getting health insurance or, you know, whatever the internal big task of the, of the month was, those things normalize us which then normalize, you know, it's, it's a cert, it's for sure, you know, cyclical, you know, the, the whole normalization thing isn't just, you know, us making a logo that um, doesn't detract any person, right? It's, it's about how I run this company. It's about, it's about that for sure, but it's also about how I run this company kind of, you know, you know, how we, yeah, it, it, it uh, I just, you know, we're, I'm all, I'm figuring this all out as the company goes every, you know, month I'm for sure challenged in learning something new and hopefully it all plays to normalization. So am I correct to assume that the podcast was something that was created to help your business grow? Yeah, that was total. I mean, I would say it still is, but I mean, it was totally self-serving. It is self-serving, you know, I, and that's not to say I don't enjoy doing it. I thoroughly enjoy doing it. I thoroughly enjoy the uh, logistics of doing a podcast. Like I love learning about a person and then maybe like, you know, like when we did our, our conversation, like I try to insert personality into that, but for sure the goal, the, you know, the, the impetus was self-serving and, and I started the podcast, you know, during right after quarantine when it's like I wasn't going to trade shows I wasn't like you know my account management was kind of shit in the bed because my personally because we were growing and I now had people so I wasn't like talking to clients really as much as I had used to um, I wasn't out there as much so 
it acted as a kind of a replacement for some of those things that we did pre-COVID. Um, and now, thank God, we're we're doing them again. But um, yeah, but it was to you know, it's it's it's. I definitely don't have podcaster on my resume. Um, you what? know, it's to. It, it's yeah it's the I just market. added mine I'm not even gonna lie I just added mine <laughs> I gotta be I gotta be honest I haven't had a resume in so long it, it's like I, I don't even have that file on my computer anymore you know what I mean like it's so awesome mm-hmm. <laughs> maybe I'm putting all my eggs in one basket but I'm hoping I never have to write one ever again I don't think I could I wouldn't know where to begin um, um but, yeah I've been having to drag mine out lately and it's it's a mess yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm so let's sure talk about I'm the sure name of your yeah no it is yeah. um so let's talk about your name of the podcast which i love is it common sense amelia common mm-hmm. sense amelia yeah, yeah what, what, what do you call it what do you call it i you call say it common or. sense amelia yeah no I, I i do the uh the latin double l sense amelia sense amelia yeah. sense amelia oh, all right i yeah, like yeah. that so how did you come up with that name I didn't. <laughs> My producer, Tyler, who is amazing, uh, did. We had something like, you know, the, the, the industry and podcasting, you know, whether you're an improv group, a, a cannabis company or a podcaster, there has to be a, some stupid pun somewhere, somehow. You've, you've got to do it. So um, I can't remember what the podcast was called at first, but it was something even stupider. And then, uh, yes, Tyler, Tyler came up with that gem and it just kind of, it stuck. Naming things is really hard. Nothing to do with. Yeah, it is. I, we came up with ours actually. It was, it was somebody else because, um, my original co-host had a, a logo that she had paid for and it was called her, your Royal Highness. It was something she was doing Mm. series of something and i got rid of the the royal so <laughs> yeah, yeah. i had something to say about it but yeah it sticks with you and, and then you have to figure out how to make it fit so how does it fit with your show like yeah that's you try a better to get question. to common sense topics <laughs> yeah yeah well Thank so you. i uh <laughs> so um my favorite podcast forever was how i built this and i i will say that like you know i don't have an mba um, mm-hmm. I was tangentially, you know, I, I will say uh, tangentially involved with maybe a few startups, uh, in, in, you know, in my past experience, but mostly I was a nine to five dude. Like, you know, I, um, after college, I was in a band, uh, for many years and that's actually what I did for a living for a few years, but then I just became a nine to fiver. So I never really had any entrepreneurial experience. And then when kind of I realized that I was a bad nine to fiver, right? Mm-hmm. I was getting older. I was, you know, maybe had younger bosses, younger managers who were maybe I felt were, you know, whatever, not fill in the blank, whatever you think, you know. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you could relate, you know. I have problems uh, with authority too. Don't worry. Yeah. All, all that stuff, <laughs> you know, all that stuff. Just our goals. Let's say our goals not aligning. Let's put it that way. Yes. Um, yes. You know, these were things I was, I was becoming self-aware about. And, and, you know, I was like, I'm, you know, I need something more in my life. So that's, that's when, you know, 
what do I do? And I, I think in the early days, my wife and I, you know, kicked around the idea of like buying a gas station. You know, we were just like throwing shit against the wall and figuring out like, okay, like what kind of life do we want to lead? Like, how do we, you know, it's, it, you know, which is the most hardest but simplest question to ask, you know, one ask asks oneself is like, how do I want to live? Like people don't often stop and think about that. Um, and we wanted to be more flexible and autonomous in our life. So, you know, starting a company is, is what you do when, you know, those are all the variables you, you, you go out and strike it out on your own. Um, so that's all to say, like, I didn't have any like experience running a business at all. Um, and I definitely had preconceived notions of like, I wasn't, you know, smart enough to do this or like, I don't have the experience to do this or like, I need to go to business school or like whatever, you know, like whatever those voices in your head say, uh, you know, whatever self doubt creeps into your brain. Like, I, you know, I was definitely experiencing all that shit. So, um, the podcast, how I built this, which is an NPR podcast where the host interviews entrepreneurs, success, you know, entrepreneurs that, you know, um, you know, co- owners of companies that you definitely use. Um, <clears throat> that podcast lended a whole new perspective because all of the people he interviewed, and they're all Fortune 500 company owners, they're all billionaires, you know, they're hugely successful people. Um, none of them went, you know, almost none of them had an MBA. Almost none of them had any entrepreneurial experience. You know, I, I could relate to a lot of these people who I put on a pedestal because of their success and didn't know like, oh, there's a human behind that success story. Like, and it's relatable. So that podcast like was hugely impactful in just my confidence, right? I, at the very least knew that, Hey, if, if this doesn't work, like whatever it was, like if this idea doesn't work, there's another idea, or at the very least, there's always a nine to five job. You know what I mean? Like uh, I'm not getting any younger. I can take this. I don't have any children. I can take this risk now. Um, and put all of my energy into it and see where it goes. So that podcast really, you know, helped, helped me. Um, so when I was figuring out what to do during quarantine and how to be active and still have like still build content and all that stuff, I just straight up ripped off that podcast. And I was like, I want to talk to cannabis entrepreneurs and I want to destigmatize fear and self-doubt and all that stuff. And like, you know, give the same perspective that I was able to get um, from the podcast, how I built this to, you know, a whole, a specific industry. So really what, what, you know, the common sense of it all, so to speak, is just that um, you, you just have to be a, a, just, (laughs) just go for it. Like, it's usually the simplest solutions are the right ones. Um, yeah. So, so that, that was kind of the impetus and that's kind of where, you know, the, if, if the title plays into it at all, that's, that's how. Wow. Okay. Well, that was a really interesting journey. Um, (laughs) (laughs) so 
what are some things that you've learned since beginning the show? Well, it, it just like what I'm saying, like it's for sure, you know, I, I'm continually, continually validated in just this idea that, you know, no, being an entrepreneur is not easy. And also it's not easy for any entrepreneur. Um, so like that's the common sense part of it really. <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah, I guess. Yeah, for sure. You know, it, it, but it's also like, oh, you know, it's also kind of like been a support group a little bit to me. I don't know mm-hmm. that my guests know this, but like, you know, at, at the end of most episodes, I'm like, okay, like these people are dealing with, yeah, like in some, yeah, totally. Like, or, or again, just felt like really good after mine, <laughs> well, maybe feeling, feeling good about myself isn't the right way to put it, but it kind of is like, it's mostly like, okay, like I'm not alone in this is really what it is. It's like, these people are having similar, similar or same experiences. Um, you know, so, and, and that's where being an entrepreneur can feel like, you know, being an Island, you know, it's yes. super, there's a lot of solitude, you know, even if you have partners, like the, mm-hmm. it is a very head, you know, head down, uh, fucking grind. Like it really is. Um, so being able to like have that support group again, whether or not they knew it, <laughs> I think was, yeah, I think ha- has been the best I think thing you for might, me. Right. And I think you are, are uniquely secret qualified therapy. to, right. Well, and also because podcasts, especially when you create digital media for other people for so long, you kind of don't want to go on social media to find your people as much. At least that's how I feel. Like when you're just constantly all day long creating content for other people's social medias and other people's websites, you're like, all right, I need to step away from the screen. So podcasting gives you that extra platform to do that, to connect with other people who, and to feel that sort of solidarity, right? Totally. Yeah. Um, and, and at the same time, like it is good marketing for can of planners. Like it, it is, it, you know, it, it does check some of those boxes. Like I'm, you know, in essence, having public facing discovery sales conversations with, you know, people all over the country constantly. Yeah. And so you get to meet all these new people that you never would before. So what do you think, in your opinion, um, podcasts are doing to the cannabis industry? Like, how do you think podcasts are changing the landscape? Specifically in cannabis? I mean, I would yeah. say podcasts have changed the media landscape completely in the last, you know, whatever, five, you know, less than 10, more than five years. Um, you know, they're, they're, they went from obscurity to ubiquitousness, ubiquity, like, pretty quickly, you know, in, in the grand scheme of media things, um, mm-hmm. everybody's got a podcast, right? <laughs> right. Yes. Um, but I think that ultimately is good. You know, the more the conversation, however it's facilitated, whether it's podcasting or, you know, blogging or, you know, posting to social, like whatever, whatever the, the platform, like, I think that just exercising the, the conversation is the most important thing. And that specifically, you know, in regards to the cannabis industry. And it just goes back to the normalization. Like, the more people talk about this shit, the more people listen about it. And the more people understand it. And, you know, the more they're getting educated on it and uh, educated on on plant medicine or <clears throat> whatever it is, you know, like, 
that's ultimately a good thing. I agree. <laughs> so before we end today, how can people support you? Like, where can they find you? Hmm. I take cash, check, like whatever, bags of gold, send them my <laughs> way. I'll take it. Um, if you want to learn about Canna Planners, uh, which is a company I started with people way more qualified than I am to build out brands and be- beautiful cannabis brands and and insanely powerful web solutions, you can find us online at cannaplanners.com. Uh, you can find us on uh you know, Instagram and Twitter at Canna Planners. And for some reason on Facebook, we're at 420 web. I don't know why. Um, yeah, <laughs> find us there. I'm, I'm very active on LinkedIn. So I'm, I'm also there. And where can people find your podcast? <laughs> My what now? Your oh, podcast. Yeah, <laughs> you can find the podcast Common Sense Amia on all of the platforms where you get audio podcasts. We're also on YouTube. Please like and subscribe and check us out. If you uh, you can get there from our website, you can get there from our Instagram page, you can get there from YouTube or Google by searching Common Sense Amia, which I will give it to Diana is a weird word, but it's S E N S I M I L L A. Common Sensimia. I just think of that Sublime song every time I hear it. Yeah, me too. In my head, when I, when I say it in my head, I think of that Sublime song. 40 Ounce to Freedom or something? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm with you. Well, thank you so much for joining me today. It's been a pleasure, and I've had a lot of fun, as I always do when I talk to you. The pleasure has been all mine, Diana, and I will talk to you anytime you would like. Okay. Until next time, stay high and beautiful. Bye. Thanks for listening. You can find us on Instagram at Your Highness Podcast or on Twitter at Highness Podcast. Be sure to rate us on iTunes and subscribe.